Okay, I'm ready. I'm good? ready. I'm ready. You straight? I'm ready. You good? I'm, I'm definitely not straight. Not straight. I'm but... not straight, but I am ready. Good. Yeah, okay, all right. This is The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We are your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. This week on The Mud Peddlers, we are doing part two. Part two. Part two. Yeah. Of our 2023 <laughs> year review. We could do like a Migos thing. You know? Yeah. Like you can say a thing and I'll just be the ad libs in the back. Oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I don't think I have that much content to say. <laughs> Oh God. See? Yeah, I think this is where everybody unsubscribes from the Mud Peddlers. I don't have cool. to come up with lyrics. It's been a great three year journey, guys. Yeah, we're good. done. Yeah, we're gonna no. start our rap career now. Yeah, it's gonna be great. It's People are gonna just love it. Lindsay's gonna just say hi guys and go, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking our caffeinated tea, but I'm not gonna lie. I got up really early this morning for a dentist appointment that went horribly. So I heard about it and I'm so sorry. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. I kind of want to hit him. Not gonna lie. I'm gonna be writing a strongly worded letter. I assume it's a guy. I just assume it's a guy. It is actually. Yeah. 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 Anyway, last episode we did a look back on 2023 and kind of went over our, what our goals were. You know what we met, what we didn't meet, and this year or this episode we're uh, looking forward. So. We're looking at what we're uh, what our goals are for 2024. Yeah, I have a couple things in mind. Mine are pseudo personal and mm. pseudo community based. Yeah, let's let's cover it all. Yeah, let's, let's just cover all let's, of it. Let's make your life some toast, and let's just spread some butter and jam all over it. I feel like you're not thinking about butter and jam. I am. I am actually thinking about butter and jam. I am hungry. Okay. Okay. So you said you had some goals associated with both personal stuff and community stuff. Let's do. Uh, well, I'll let you choose what you want to do first. I need to lose weight. A hundred percent. Oh. I need to lose like 20 to 30 pounds easily. Okay. 20 okay. is my goal. Mm-hmm. 30 is what I'm going for. Now, I will say that it is only because I have noticed that I'm like more tired, mm. not as active. Like you're feeling the negative impacts on your body? Yeah. Not only that, and I think that's partially because of age. Not only that, it's, it's, and I, I think this is just a guy thing. I feel like I have been domesticated by marriage to a degree. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah. want to unpack that. I feel like I ha- was was once some type of like, wouldn't say a wolf, but some sort of like dangerous young person who like, here's a quote I heard earlier, right? It was like, you're not peaceful because in order to be peaceful, you have to have some sort of, of dangerous about you. You have to be a threat in order to be peaceful, right? Mm-hmm. You're just not threatening at this point. Like, in order to be peaceful, you have to have the capacity to do a lot of damage and then not do damage by choice. That's really interesting. A lot of people just can't be doing damage in the first place. You're not really peaceful. You're just not dangerous. Okay. And I feel like I've been undangerous by the marriage and the home life. Why, 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 why so? I don't know. And in a perfect world, my daughter's going to get to an age where I can take her to work out and, and like, train with me and, like, do forms and teach her how to spar and get her gloves and whatnot. But, like... She's like two right now, so that's not now, for sure. Yeah. I think that is a really interesting look. I'm telling you. At like masculinity, you know? I I think it is. I think it's purely a masculinity thing. But I will say it's not like I don't think women don't experience this. Well, sure. It's just within a different like framework, you know? But but I mean, that makes sense. Like you're like, y'all had a a person. You're taking care of a baby. Like that's going to change your whole life. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you have a kid, 
it's not even a marriage portion thing. It's just kind of comes along with the package, I guess, mm-hmm. sometimes. Just general, like, the domestic sphere. Yeah, the domestic sphere, right? And so it's, it's I think what's going on is, like, I had to sit down for almost two years straight mm-hmm. to watch my kid. And then it came right after COVID where we were all just, like, in the house. Oh, yeah. And even though I'm really active, like, mm-hmm. I do a lot of physical work per day, the amount of calories and sitting that I'm doing and the amount of, like, editing I'm doing stacked with, like, having a kid. Yeah. And right after COVID is stacking to such an extent where I'm mm-hmm. just hoarding calories. And my body's like, well, I got to put somewhere. <laughs> it's on you, dog. Yeah. It's on you. I'm lucky that I've only gained like 15 to 20 pounds instead of. Because mm-hmm. even when you look at videos of me getting my kiln on my YouTube channel, like when I first got my KMT 1027. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm just like 10 pounds lighter and you could see it in my face. Oh, interesting. And I'm like, oh, okay. All right. So I got I got to lock it in. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I wanted yeah. to do season of the Unbroken or season of the Flex, which is a oh. new season in... My YouTube channel. Yes, that's right. Season of the Flex. And I wanted to just like show. I barely want to. I'm going to be extra rude. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be extra sussy boy. Oh, God. I'm going to be extra mean. Not like outwardly mean, but I'm. It, it's not going to be a good time for. Okay. Some people going to get offended for sure. Okay. Yeah. But because of my new job uh-huh. at Sun City that yes. gives me a gym, uh-huh. I now have the perfect formula Yes. To cook chicken and rice, mm-hmm. have a protein shake in the morning, go to work, go to the gym for an hour, mm-hmm. go back to work, go home, and eat a fatty dinner mm-hmm. and still be under calorie. Oh, that sounds amazing. I think these two will stack in the same way that the COVID having a kid sitting down stacked. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think it'll be good. Yeah. But I think we talked about it in, the, or I think you mentioned it in the last episode, but yeah, you're, for those listening who may not know, or maybe who are listening, tuning into the Mud Peddlers for the first time, in which case, hi, welcome. So, um, how yeah. you doing? And also if you're returning, hi. You look cute today. Welcome back. You're yeah. gorgeous. Especially if you've got glasses and curly hair. And you got a stunning personality no matter what you Well, are. I mean... Some no, of, they do. Some of They're them. beautiful. We're doing an unabated, oh, my bad. happy vibe right now. We're just lying to people now? No! Oh, okay, well, that's fine. All right, uh, I was going <laughs> to say something else, and then a complete luster of my thought. My bad. For the, okay, so basically for context, for those who may not know, Dante's new job teaching at Sun City. Sun City. He'll have a morning class, about a two-hour break in the afternoon, and then an evening class. And so you're basically talking about during that two-hour break, yes. being able to utilize that time to go to the gym, which is a part of those of the facility of the retirement community that you're teaching in. Right, because the, I guess the entire thing is, like, I was like, ooh, a gym. And they're like, you can use that. You can use it. And I was like, what? And they go, yeah, you can. The, any employee can use the facilities at any time mm-hmm. free of charge, essentially. That's pretty sweet. And that includes, like, the gym, the swimming pool, the the walking. They have, like, a walking track. But I'm I'm very excited about it because on top of the pay raise, essentially, mm-hmm. they're like, you can also use the gym. And I'm like, well, I'm locked in. I'm here. Yeah, that is that is so that's so sweet. I can work it into my, like, imagine you're a government worker and then you have a gym downstairs in the government mm-hmm. building. In a two-hour break. Yeah. You're just going to work out, right? That's pretty sweet. Or rot your brain with scrolling. That too. Whichever one you want, I guess. Do you ever do specific exercises to help with, like, mitigating the positions that you're in in the studio? No. I'm pretty lucky in that I don't have a lot of body pain at my age. Mm. A lot of my peers will be like, yeah, once I hit, like, 29 or 31 or 32, I just woke up with knee pain. I just Mm. don't have that. That's awesome. I have like overwork syndrome where mm-hmm. like I wake up with a stress headache or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, most of it's just mental. And then also like 
when I got adopted by the martial art family, they showed me how to really like, take care of my body in a certain way physically. Uh, that's good. So I know the stretches that I need to do on a daily basis to make sure or mitigate that kind of age yeah. progression. I feel like I've noticed that a lot for myself too. Like, cause I've been, part of the reason I want to like go over this a bit is because I think, especially for folks who want to be doing ceramics for a long time, like right. taking care of your body is such a huge thing. And huge. I actually, that's one of the like goals that I want to do next year mm-hmm. is actually figure out if I can meet with a physical therapist, even mm-hmm. if it's just a couple times a year to be like, your or like a physical therapist slash occupational therapist yeah so they can be like all right these are some things that you can do to like specifically counterbalance the positions that you're in a lot of the time what i have noticed which has been good which i'm glad is a habit i've kept a habit for a while is actually stretching yeah every night or if i don't stretch at night then i'll stretch like the next morning and there's been a few times throughout the last like i don't know 10 years where I've, you know, slacked off a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty good about stretching almost every night. And I've noticed, like, there's been a few, a few periods of times where it's like after sack anime winter last oh, year, man, yeah. I took like two weeks off. I didn't do shit. I played Baldur's, not Baldur's Gate. I played video games like all day. I didn't stretch and like. That was a different Lindsay. Dude. Yeah, it was great. It was great. By like day five though, my lower back was killing me. I was in so much pain. Well, you know how like having cold and hot and cold and hot on a specific part of your body increases the chance of carpal tunnel. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, so a lot of us potters will put hot water on a cold day inside of our throwing buckets. I literally have done that. We all do that. Yeah. Right? And so, like, doctor... I talked to my doctor about it, actually. Mm. And he was like, yeah, it's it's a form... It, like, affects your bones if you do hot, oh. cold, hot, cold, hot, cold all the time. He goes, if you're going to do it, just use hot water once and then let it slowly go down. Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's kind of more what I do. Right. Yeah. And he's like, you got to you gotta be careful with that. That's interesting. Like, it, it's not super bad, but he says it does increase the chance in the same way that, like, bad foods increase the chance of heart attack. Sure. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. if you were going to get a heart attack, it's probably genetic in the first place. Mm. But it's not like eating tons of hamburgers a day will help that. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're turning that into a habit. I've been trying that too, but it's difficult with a child running around. That, yeah. I used to do this thing where I would make a deal with myself where I'd say, I either have to meditate, do one to two sets of an exercise. So like abs and biceps, Mm -hmm. I would just do sit-ups or I'd get a a free weight, you know, I I have one in my house and I would do like 10 on the side, 15 on the side, Mm -hmm. 15, 15, 10, 10. Or I would have to read a portion of a book. Oh, nice. Once a day, I'd have to do at least one of those three things. <gasps> that reminds me of something I got to cover a little, a little bit later. Tell me. No, tell me now. Okay, okay. So, I'm done. I don't need to talk anymore. Okay, so one of the one of the things that I started, again, you know me, I, I will sometimes procrastinate plan. Mm-hmm. So That's I, your thing, actually. That is, it is one of my things. Procrastinate planning, basically, like, I'll, I'll set up, like, a schedule, or I will basically plan so much and then, like, not always follow through with the things that I've planned on in terms of just production goals or whatever it is. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So one of the things that I set up on this app called Habitica, which is super cute. It's basically like a gamify your life type of app. Some of the things that I have set up, this is going to sound so cheesy, but I started using this terminology where I describe stuff as either like chaos magic or as like sorcery. Oh yeah. So, so my chaos magic. This tracks. It's yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. For, yeah. Let's do, we're looking at the workday outline. So it's like morning routine from nine to 10 AM work in the studio from 10 to five evening check-in from five to six. And then I have this section called sorcery and sorcery is basically creative things that aren't directly related to art, but that I know help the overall well-being of my creativity. And it can be cooking, it can be baking, it can be taking care of my plants. Not that they take up much care because they're all like succulents. 
It could be practicing the violin, it could be drawing, it could be creative writing, but it's basically stuff that's not related to work. But it's also not video games or TV. And that is under a category that I call chaos magic. So the, so the idea of chaos magic is stuff that's like sorcery, but it's more like addictive because it's, you know, again. Because it's a video game. It's a video game. It's a video of game. course it's going to be more I'm addictive. I'm myself into playing my health. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm trying, I've been trying to do a thing so that sorcery is Monday through Thursday and then chaos magic can be Friday through Sunday, but no other days. Am I successful at that? No. But is it a goal? Yes. It helps. It does. Yeah. yeah. So, so essentially what I'm trying to do is keep my creative world well-rounded. And even though I know that, you know, watching, watching shows or playing video games, like to me, that's still a part of my creative world because it's, it's being geeky. It's I mean, like yeah. seeing, you know, so it's like, so it's not like it's bad or anything it's like that. personality, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I have other things, like I'm trying to do this thing where I call going to the gym, practicing blood magic. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to do another thing that like reading my financial literacy book is like worshiping the God of order. I have found that for when I need to proverbially eat my vegetables, mm -hmm. thinking about it in terms of thinking about those tasks in terms of like magic and like a fantasy setting <laughs> kind of helps me get it done. I know it's silly. The only reason I'm it's sharing it. silly. You're just psyoping yourself. I am. You know what? Hey, if it works, it works. <laughs> So, yeah, I want to be able to do this full time. And I know I know that I have to maintain like a balanced life to be able to continue the to continue making stuff and not running out of the creative juices. Is the reason you brought up the chaos magic and, and sorcery magic mm -hmm. thing because you label them that way in the game yes. for your app? Okay. Yes. All yes. right. I label but, them that way. But they don't set them that way. You can label them. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. You can you can like label you can label all your own. I swear this isn't an ad, but Habitica's is great. I'm gonna download it. Do it. Right now. Do it. Yeah. It's it's real. I'll show you. <gasps> I'll show you afterwards how I set okay. mine up. It's we really used fun. to have Lindsay and I used to have this thing called Finch. I still like, use Finch. I don't use Finch because it started to annoy me. That's fair. I guess I'm an old man in the factor of like when I go to a store, it actively annoys me that you're trying to get me to do something that is not what I came here to do. It's just like, I went, I have the amount of money I need to mm -hmm. get an item from the store. I want to give you the amount of money. And oh, I want right, you to give me right. the item and then I don't want to talk to you anymore. Okay. After that. Like, okay. I don't want, when you ask me for my email, no. Okay. When you ask me if I've been here before, no. Okay. If you ask me for my frequent shopper card, I'm either going to give it to you uh -huh. in preparation for it. And it's my responsibility to remember that. Or I'm going to give you the money and you're going to give me the item without the shopper card. Okay. And that means I either so, forgot so, or I don't want it. Do so it. what's the so what's the thing? What did Finch do? That because and also for some context, Finch also works or it can work as a habit building app. But yeah. I would say its focus is a little bit more towards mental health. Yeah. So I actually use both. I use Finch primarily for mental health, and I use Habitica as like a goals, a set of goals and templates for what I want my workday and like life to be. They, they kind of remind me of calorie tracking apps where like after two months of tracking your calories, your body really starts to adjust to the new lifestyle and you start to understand what foods have what amount of calories in it. Mm -hmm. So you just kind of stop using it. You're like, mm. I kind of get it now. You know, it's, yeah, that's it's fair. more of a habit forming tool mm -hmm. than it is something that you have to like carry for your entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you want to maintain a certain body weight or goal. But whenever I, I want to reform a new habit or at least a new set of calories, it's not like a pill. Like, I gotta take this for the rest of my life now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. it's like, it helps you for a bit and then you can stop after a while. Yeah. I use Finch with varying frequency. 
Like, I'll be really on it for a little while, but then I also kind of realize, like, I don't have to sign in every day. Like, unless yeah. I want the little rewards, because they do little, like, things where if you, like, sign in and do the stuff, you get, like, it makes cute feel... equipment and stuff. It's it's fun. It makes me feel guilty, because, for context, your finch can be friends with other people's finches, mm-hmm. and they essentially give you this Tamagotchi-esque yeah. little person to take care of. And the That's more productive you are... The more it goes on adventures, then it grows, and it gets different clothes. Well, it's not even productivity, though, because, like, I don't use it to track my, any of, like, the things that I do. Mm-hmm. I use it as, like, a, as, like, a, like, a mental dump space. So if I'm, like, angry about something, like my dentist appointment this morning, I can She's check very it. mad about I'm it. I'm very, I, dude, you should have seen me this morning. I was so pissed. I'm mad for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but so so it can be just like oh yeah I'm gonna I'm just I'm gonna write several sentences about how frustrated I am just to like vent and then sometimes it'll give you prompts about like oh what brightened your day today and I'll write some sentences about that so so just like engaging with the app that way you can also get points so it doesn't have to be yeah. like oh yeah I did my 20 sit-ups or whatever you could you could essentially journal I mean I use it as a more physical thing but it definitely is you're right a more mental Mm-hmm. game type type of thing, I suppose. I wouldn't call it a game, but it's more mental mental positivity. Like, you can put a journal in there, and then every, like, five letters counts as a point, and you mm-hmm. need 20 points in one day to make it go on an adventure, and once it yeah. comes back from an adventure, that's one in 20 times it goes on an adventure to where yeah. it comes back. And then it goes on an adventure, it comes back, and it tells you something, and then yeah. our fingers can be friends like going on adventures together. Yeah. The, the adventure that it comes back and tells you about, you have, like, a prompt to then, like, respond, and how you respond gives your finch different personality traits so you yes. it's kind of like oh this is like like anyway it is cool but it does seem like a pseudo responsibility like i gotta take care of this thing now you know and once uh, i got a child i just dropped it i was like i don't want to take care of you yeah yeah i got, yeah, something yeah. More I got, I got the real i got the real bb yeah. to take care of but... and on, on top of that every day it would be like don't forget to log into finch and i'm like all right you duolingo pushy <laughs> god leave me alone so i stopped uh, it's like pokemon go i uninstalled pokemon go yeah yeah because it kept on being like hey you don't have any eggs incubating i'm like i know yeah. I'm busy not playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like I'm doing something else. And it's yeah. like, are you sure you don't wanna <laughs> You don't wanna play with me? And I'm like, I it's not that I don't want to, is I I gotta leave. I can't go for a run or a walk right now in the middle mm-hmm. of the day while I'm watching my baby and being productive. Like I have twenty yeah. minutes to fuse these handles to these cups. Yeah. Yeah. My baby wakes up from her nap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, what are what are some of the other either community or like studio goals that you have for this next year? At the moment I'm just gearing up for the SAC anime table. Okay. I do have a pipeline goal. I think for 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 forever. Mm-hmm. I think what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna buy a green screen. Okay. And I'm going to make because I've been making powerpoints and presentations for classes for mm-hmm. the past like half a year. And so I come to the class at Imco, which I'm not working at anymore. My, actually, tomorrow's my last class. And, mm-hmm. and I would get the projector and I'd put the powerpoint up and I go, okay, let's talk about s cracks and how they're formed and what are the things that increases the chance of s cracks. Versus the things that reduce the chance of us cracks and why they exist and things mm-hmm. of that nature. And I realized, because my beautiful wife actually said this, she's like, buy a green screen and talk in front of the green screen and then put yourself in front of the PowerPoints and teach classes online that way and sell them as packages. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's I was right. like, you're right. I could do that. But I think that's a pipe dream. That's definitely like a, like in a year. Because I have like an hour or two a day of productive time. And in those times, it also doubles as my relaxation time. Mm. So in that time, I have to figure out whether I'm going to like plan a video or do with this yeah. or do with that. So sometimes, like once a week, I'll sit down for two hours or so and be like, let's talk about S-Cracks. And then I'll make an entire PowerPoint of S-Cracks. It's not too hard. I have the information in my head and then I have mm-hmm. the sources. And then I think to myself, I could probably get a green screen 
and then sell this as a video. Yes, yes. So still having your YouTube channel, but having essentially more detailed, more like class style yes. videos that people could purchase through your website. Also, people seem to want that. Like when yeah. I said that I was going to teach classes at IMCO, people were like, I can't physically be there. Yeah. So I would like, I buy, I would buy classes from you yeah. and I'm like, oh, you know what? If, if there's a demand for it, I can probably supply it. I think it's a great idea. But I need to buy a green screen, you know, and it lasts forever online unless I want to update them. So you put them online and then people buy a package of them, they yeah. have access to a package. For whatever amount of time, but I could probably just be like yeah. unlimited, really. Yeah. I could see that you wouldn't even necessarily have to have the green screen. Like, there are, like, again, I, I, I see the appeal, like, in terms of design-wise, that would <laughs> be a good option. Yeah. But I think there could potential. I think you could explore other ways of demonstrating your work as well. Yeah. If, if the green screen either didn't pan out you know didn't pan out or or if it like because i don't know about you but like sometimes like having to do a certain thing will become like a block for me and then i won't make any progress on that specific goal definitely yeah the amount of times i want to say a sentence and it doesn't translate properly on youtube and so i say it like 20 times over again oh yeah so while i'm editing i'm like this guy needs to get his together (laughs) (laughs) this guy doesn't know what he's talking about yeah yeah i hit that one sentence with the correct amount of cadence Mm. and the correct the correct definitions i'm like yes that was it Yes. But sometimes it takes a while to get into that groove. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't just, sometimes I can't just start cold. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Can I hear just, that. Can't just put 225 on the bench. Dang, good. Do a warm up set. Christ. Yeah. Bench pressing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so timeline wise, what do you think would be like, like, is it kind of this goal? It sounds like it's a little bit more of like a at some point, at maybe, some point. maybe this time next year, check in and see about doing it more like do you think you would want to start any of the production on these this year or well because i'm working at sun city now Mm -hmm. i'm having to make new courses for them Mm -hmm. and because i have the previous experience behind me of making the other courses i'm starting to mix in some of the knowledge and experience i have with the new ones right so i've made them two classes already Mm -hmm. but there's a beginning class and an advanced class there's no intermediate class right i i guess i'm more mean for the online videos that you're wanting to do that that teaching well they're gonna cycle into each other i think oh okay okay i got you what i've started to kind of do is i've started to make the online videos already but i'm doubling them up as sun city videos oh i got you i got you yeah 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 oh this is probably the video i'm gonna show this is probably the powerpoint i'm gonna show for the classes i sell but now that i'm a personal teacher for sun city specifically Mm -hmm. i'm like i could probably use a lot of these for my actual teaching since they are basically both classes yes they're kind of the same information you know i have one page with and th- this is a bit of a side point, but I had, I had made two or three slideshows or PowerPoints rather with like, here are the packages of tools you're going to buy. There's two of them. They're both from Kemper. There's a more expensive one Buy the more expensive one. And then mm. I go over the reasons of like, here's why we're buying the more expensive one. They're made of different metals. They don't yeah. cut you as easily. They last longer. They're not as bendable. Yeah. 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 Right. But these are like personal things that I think people who are beginning or being initiated into the culture would not know mm-hmm. that I want people at Sun City and people watching the video itself to know yeah so it's like five dollars more for the more expensive package and it comes with like a tool that's a little bit not off-brand but like doesn't come in the other package mm-hmm. buy it okay yeah just buy the yeah. more expensive one it's made mm-hmm. of better material it's yeah. better quality tools mm-hmm. but a lot of people come to me like i bought the package it was five dollars more i don't want to waste the money and i'm like just waste it yeah it's not really a waste yeah just buy it mm-hmm. and that's the kind of stuff i go over is the little you know the yeah. nitty-gritty stuff yeah 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 that most potters don't address Right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think that'll be, that'll be really helpful information. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that I can 
do the Sun City thing, and then while I'm there, lose weight because I'm fat, and then and then probably do those PowerPoint presentations and make at least a beginner, mm-hmm. an intermediate, and advanced. Oh, okay. The problem for me is that I think the beginning stages are gonna be a lot of classes. It's gonna be like fully flushed out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, cool. We're gonna talk about all the beginner shapes and all the things you're gonna come across. And the mistakes you're going to make in XYZ and XYZ and XYZ. So it's going to be like stacks of classes yeah. for one package. Yeah. So it's going to take a while, you know? Yeah. If y'all hear any clicking, it's my it's my heater. My little space heater. Just a predator in the background. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hunting. Yeah. It'll be fine, though, because I'm about to, you know, the chest burster is about to come out of my chest. Yeah. And uh, and then I'll have an alien to fight it. Yeah, they, I mean, I won't be around to see it, but, you know. Well, they put the egg, they put the egg inside of us, Yeah. but they didn't fertilize the egg. So, like, we're fine until we go back. Yeah. And get furtied. Ew. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but one of the things I really noticed looking back at this last year is that I didn't really have very many specific goals. I have a couple big ones this year. The biggest one that I have in terms of, like, in-the-studio production is I actually sat down and looked at all the different events that I'm going to be doing next year. And I planned out, okay, these are the in-person events. These are how many uh, online updates I'm going to do. These are the kind of updates that I'm going to do, like in terms of made to order or like specialty designs, like the dragon egg mugs, essentially planning all of that out and then backfilling and going, okay, if I want to have this much inventory for all of these in-person events, how many mugs do I need to make every month mm-hmm. to be able to have a not super stressed out holiday season? Because again, right. this year I've had a couple panic moments, right? Right. So my production goal is between February and October to make 100 pieces a month. Okay. And I think I can do that because one of the things I've realized is that I can actually make things a lot faster than I anticipated as long as I batch them. Yeah. So instead of, I think I'm again mentioned this last time, but instead of doing like 20 teacups and then 30 mugs and then 20 steins, it's just like doing, all right, I'm a bust out like a hundred cups. Like it is so much easier for me to do that than mix and match the way that I kind of have been. So a hundred a month from February through October and then I have a block of time set up between or set up between October and December mm-hmm. for the second part of my big goal this year. So by January of next year, I want to apply to Sac State's graduate degree program, their MFA. Mm-hmm. And I almost applied this year. You know, again, I've mentioned this a few different times and I, it's been off of my radar for a long time, but it's kind of been a combination of like, All right, first of all, I'm very lucky that because my mom is a professor there, I have like a big discount on what the tuition would be. So that's huge. And the other thing is that even though I don't necessarily know if I'm going to plan on teaching, Mm -hmm. having the MFA just could open more doors that I'm not even aware that I want to walk through yet. 100%. Yeah. So I have a few things planned out, like visiting the campus like several times like I again I, I met with Scott Parody one of the professors there before the pandemic started so as I'm keeping up with these big like production goals I've set various like time periods for like okay this is when I'm going to go to the campus this is when I'm going to start working on my like admissions essays mm-hmm. and again of course all of this is the pipeline it's the pipeline it's the pipeline, dream, it's the pipeline yeah. yeah and it's it's the structure that I have as a goal knowing that you know, the old joke about making God laugh is telling him your plans, right? But it, it feels good to have more structure because, again, I don't do well without structure. Like, I think... Yeah. The... the You need a routine of some sort. Yeah. Even if your routine is just to, like, throw the routine out the window. 
Mm-hmm. That's still kind of a routine. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Okay, so your routine is just do whatever you feel like doing. Yeah, so yeah. Your routine is. But as long as you have, like, a set of goals of, like, okay, I may not end up doing this thing, but I know that I've thought through the problems that could come up, and if I do X, Y, Z... I will have a better chance of mitigating those potential problems. Yeah. And I feel like that's something that very much comes with, again, like experience, because when you're first starting out, you may not realize like what different things can come up. And sorry, I moved my thing right as it wasn't, I didn't fart, I swear. It was my cup. It was my cup. I'm sorry. Whoa. So the other thing, the other things that I had listed out in terms of structure is like Patreon post timing, night peddlers, mud peddlers, a cup production, and then MFA check-in. And those are the biggest categories that I had to plan out. I'm trying to be more organized in my stuff, and I've been fighting it for a while, but there's just things that people are more attracted to. And and at least production work, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if I make an Avatar cup, people are buying that. Right, right. And I'm like, I really don't want to really get myself into making tons of Avatar cups. Mm -hmm. But realistically speaking, if I'm going to put some type of effort into my time that's valuable to me at a later time, Mm -hmm. it has to be that. And yeah. that's what finances my experiments. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I need to stop. Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I mean. I bought a crystal glaze class because I know how to make crystal glaze, but the problem is they've always been super runny. And I watched, I watched the class and I'm like, I, for some reason I thought there was like a mineral or a chemical or a flux ratio that, uh, or some type of something ratio that would, that be like the perfect amount that would make it crystally and not runny at the same time. Okay. But there's not the best crystals are really developed by the crystal expressing themselves under certain amounts of heat. Mm-hmm. And usually you have to have some type of kiln schedule that produces that amount of energy or heat that allows the usually zinc crystals to express themselves in different forms. Okay. So in the video, he was like, okay, here's the crystal bursting at this temperature. And then I put it at this temperature for this long. And this little line of white here, zinc, mm-hmm. is expressing itself at this energy, at this, like, whatever, 1100, blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, okay, and then I take it down, and this is this line of crystals, kind of like lines in a tree when you chop it down. Oh, okay. Every line is a different expression of the zinc crystal underneath certain amounts of heat. Okay. Right? And so he has, like, hold it here for 30 minutes, and hold it Mm -hmm. here for 10 minutes, and hold it here for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then he gives you the recipe, and then he's like, now I'm going to show you how to make sure that it doesn't run. And it's just a, it's, it's I'm so mad. It's just a list of precautions to make sure that it catches the run. Oh. Kind of, I was just like. You're already doing all the things I know how to do. You're just stacking them all. Oh. You know what I mean? He's like, make a clay cookie and then put a little layer of alumina right here on the clay. Oh. And then make your clay cookie like this. And then if you have advanced shelves, make sure you put them on advanced shelves. And uh. I'm like, you didn't really stop it from running. You're just mitigating the run. Gotcha. Okay. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And But it, I guess it's my fault because I bought a Matt Katz class a long time ago. And he gave me, like, the sauce. Yeah. He gave me, like, here's what you do. Uh-huh. Here's the chemistry to it. Here's what it looks like. And here's how you do it. And I'm like, cool. You just gave me the answers that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I sat down and watched your stuff for hours. Yeah. And I was hoping the other guy also would be like, here's just, just do this. Yeah. This is the chemistry to it. But he's like, no, it's going to run. It's probably going to run. Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah. it didn't really, it didn't really give you the answer that you were looking for. Yeah. I don't think the answer I'm looking for exists is the mm. issue is I think you can make a crystal glaze that's stable, but it doesn't get the crystals or the uh, expression that you want in the crystals. You gotcha. make like a kind of a crystal glaze. Yeah. But the big yeah. round bursts that we're used to seeing mm-hmm. online are like 11 and 12 or 13 hour kiln loads. You know, my medium kiln load for my KMT is like eight, nine hours. Yeah. Even with a small hold. Mm-hmm. Their stuff is like 
every hour has like 40 minutes here and 10 oh, minutes wow. here and 30 minutes here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, luckily, it doesn't really affect the rest of the kiln load. Mm-hmm. It's like my Ron Royce High Gloss Black comes out fine and my glazes come out fine. And this is all to say that I have about eight testiles in the kiln right now. <gasps> oh my god! Two of which are crystal glazes and one of which is an ancient copper test to see oh. if I can get uh, ancient copper. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. On that front, for those of you who have been following along with me is I no longer think ancient copper is a tin chrome glaze okay that has crystals in it I now think that it is a crystal glaze that just has red mason stain in it oh interesting because I think at its heart ancient copper is just a crystal glaze because when I used it it was like a red background and then it had crystals developing in it because mm-hmm. I put a small hold on my stuff. And a lot of people don't see that Yeah. because they use it and they get like the normal stuff from it. Right, right. right. But now I'm like, there's got to be grossly borate in this. There's got to be some amount of borate in this, grossly borate. And then I'm like, well, the crystals are developing really separate from the red color themselves. And then I look at the mm. juice, you know, like in the bottle. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Itself, and yeah. I'm like, this is not red iron oxide, clearly. Uh, it's not that deep red unless yeah. they have a special iron. Uh-huh. And there's really only red iron oxide, yellow iron oxide, black iron oxide. It ain't black and yellow. This is a different tinge of red. Um, and then I look at my mason stain. I'm like, that looks kind of like the red that it is. Oh, interesting. And then I put it on a hold because uh-huh. I had a bit left. And then I was like, there are crystals developing in this. So now I mm. think it's a crystal glaze that just has red mason stain in it at certain ratios, right? And the cool thing is that a lot of mason stains have zinc in them for uh-huh. some reason. I think it stabilizes the color. Mm-hmm. But zinc is what you use to make a crystal glaze anyway. Oh, nice. So now I'm like, okay, so they're just stacking zinc. Yeah, yeah. With, with red is what they're doing. Oh. That that, is my, I can't wait to see how it turns out. That's my hypothesis at the moment. No, okay. at, the, at the moment Our, I'm testing Tony Hansen's, uh, the creator of Digital Fire, Tony Hansen. I'm testing Tony Hansen's version of it. He took Randy's red and pretty much used black iron oxide. And change the chemistry around a little bit. Mm, for it? I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out ancient copper. I believe in my you. next is that is that like is, is that an official 2024 goal? <sighs> yeah, so it's lose weight and then figure out ancient copper, and I'm probably gonna develop two more glazes. But I only say that because I'm trying to figure out ancient copper so hard that I'm mm-hmm. accidentally developing other glazes. <laughs> <in my life. laughs> That's great. It's not like I'm going for it. I'm yeah. not trying to make like and I'm on a nimble after Digimon, of course. But, like, I'm not trying to develop Dante's, like, Devimon. Right, Which is, like, right. a black oil spot, whatever, whatever. I'm just like, well, it's a new glaze, I guess. Yeah. Huh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, I don't know what to do with this. Oh, put it up on Glazing. Def- well, yeah, I'm probably going to put it up on Glazy. Yeah. I can't delete Greymon, by the way. What? Remember I was supposed to start deleting yeah. glazes? I can't delete it. So it's up there forever. Why can't you delete it? When you go on Glazy and you lock in a glaze... They tell you very clearly, like, this is going to exist forever on Glazy. Are you sure you want to do that? You cannot change it or delete it. It cannot be changed. Oh, shit. So most people put their stuff into testing. Because oh. once you put it into locked production, it doesn't come off. Oh, that sucks. And so I told everyone, like, get the gray on Glaze now because I'm like, yeah. I pushed delete and then I saw it gone. And then I told everybody on Facebook, it's gone now. Oh. And then two or three people were like, no, it's still there. Oh, man. It's still up. One person just posted the recipe and I was like, oh, I can't take it. Well, you know, honestly, I mean, you're developing so many other glazes. I feel like you'll, it, it'll, it'll be all right. Well, it's, it's also a glaze that comes off of the heels of my base glaze. Mm-hmm. And my base glaze is surprisingly good. So, like, I'm just going to make another, I'm just going to make another glaze and then put that on non-visual. Like, you won't be able to see it. Mm-hmm. I could, by this time, I could have developed four more glazes. But I've learned my lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Never putting that, 
unlocked again. <gasps> yep, know? yep, good to I know. Because I can't change the mm-hmm. information if I find new information. Mm-hmm. Like, Gara's Red, if you don't mix it at least, like, once every week and a half, it settles hard. It has a lot of sodium Ooh. in it. And I was like, well, I can't change it now. <laughs> I'm just, like, going to try and lose weight really hard, and I'm going to try and make these lessons really... Like, that is my goal for... And then, of course, mm-hmm. production work. Yeah, I think for for me, though, a big goal that I'm letting go of that I started with last year was the whole writing a book thing. I still I still want to do that, but I think I'm more I feel like I've been so stressed out about like finances this last year that I'm like, I gotta I gotta see if I can max like if I see if I can keep up with that production schedule see about I mean, of course, and if I get into a, you know, Sac State's MFA program, then I'll you know, my life will be completely different because you know, I won't be on my regular, you know, I'll be in in school full time, which actually that reminds me of something I forgot to mention is so with October through December for 2024. The reason I don't have those included in the like 100 plus cup per month category is those are going to be dedicated to sculpture making times okay. because uh i want my portfolio to have more more sculptural pieces and more like recent sculptural pieces right so last year one of the things i feel like i remember saying is that i wanted to kind of just hone in and not really change that much yeah and i'm kind of in that same boat now but i'm just being a lot more specific with my goals and i think i'm hoping that that helps me feel a lot more successful because i feel like this like if i were to say like the vibe this whole past year has kind of just been like disorganized and not very disciplined. Yeah. And I I think I want to reverse that trend and be more disciplined and and I think goal setting is a lot of that for me. The other oh, oh, I forgot. Okay, this is a little slightly more on the personal side, but so but in line with that whole like uh discipline thing. So, you know me, I have a hard time waking up early. I am very much a night owl, but one of the things that I started doing earlier this fall is getting together with friends once a week in the mornings. So I'll meet up with my friend Jack or my friend Sarah and we'll get together at a cafe at like 8.30 in the morning so that I have a reason to be up because I am not going to do it if it's just me. Social? You want to be social at 8 a.m. in the morning? No, it's fine though because I just get coffee and we hang out for a little bit and then, you know, we'll do some like co-working stuff. So it's like we sort of have a thing where we'll like chat and hang out for like maybe 30 minutes and then we'll like work on stuff for like an hour and sh- maybe there's a little bit of chatting in between then but it's it's largely about like just getting up on time because i have other friends who are also either self-employed or have like flexible work schedules that sounds so, really nice actually it is it is yeah. like if you ever well of course no your schedule's all always so crazy all the time you probably wouldn't be able to but it, it seems to me and i i feel so strange about it because when i was younger younger i used to make fun of these habits uh-huh. like that's some old man shit you know yeah yeah well this old man gotta do shit and now that i'm older i'm like oh there's a reason they do that yeah it's not like they did it because they just changed mm-hmm. and they're just like oh i just felt like doing it this way yeah like we're not a monolith because of we have some emotional value attached to it like we just all felt like doing it at once for yeah. some reason <laughs> it's like oh there's reasons behind it so the only time i can really get to have production or productive work myself is to do it before my wife and baby wake up. Yes. So I have to yes. wake up at like 6 or 7 a.m. Good for you, dude. To like clean the house, put away the dishes, take out the garbage, mm-hmm. you know, or I have to do it when she's watching the baby. And, or like if I want to go to the gym, I have to do it like 6 a.m. Yeah. And then be there at 6.30, go until 7.30, and then the baby wakes up around like 9 or 10 maximum. Mm-hmm. But they wake up early and they're always like, well, how else are you going to get stuff done? And I've never really dissected that comment. Yeah. Or asked them, like, what 
drove you to that point in life mm-hmm. until now. Because now I'm like, how else would I get stuff done? <laughs> yeah. If yeah. I didn't wake up <laughs> the sun did, you know, like the farmer's <sighs> life. And so um, I think that's a good idea on your part, mm. specifically because it really does lock in your circadian rhythm, number one. Yeah. And number two, like, you just have so much time. This A side rant, right? Mm-hmm. Our TV in our living room just broke. Oh. So, like, the you know, the big one in the living room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, we, like, I just have so much more production time. Because uh. I'm not sitting in front of this brain-rotting screen. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, all the laundry's done. I could probably... Va- and chores take so little time mm. that if you don't have some type of, like, mental disorder, you're like, I'm just going to do it. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Like, if you don't... I'm sure there's someone right now who's like, well, I have ADHD, so it doesn't work that way for me. Oh, and oh, like, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to defend them. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I got you. That makes sense. But my brain is just like... I'm not watching TV. Mm-hmm. I'm not zoned in. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have background stuff going on while I'm doing yeah. other stuff. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. I'm like, I'm just going to vacuum. Yeah. It takes me 10 minutes maximum. Oh, man. I can, like, do the dishes, vacuum, and cook food mm-hmm. in, like, 40 minutes. Nice. And then while I'm cooking the food, I'll just do the dishes I'm doing. So, like, by the time I'm done, I'm like, oh, I wiped the ca- I bleached the counters, mm-hmm. and I cleaned the dishes, and I cooked food for, like, the next three days, chicken and rice. You know, the standard. And then I was like, and I vacuumed. And then for the whole week, I just feel better about my surroundings. Yeah. You feel more in control of your life and surroundings when you actively give attention to your to your surroundings. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, taking care of them as far as a cleaning facet or even an organization facet. Mm-hmm. Makes my brain feel better. It's like the stack of cups behind you right now. Yeah. That that pleases me. Oh, That's excellent. Hot. Yeah. Then you have the, it's like, the feet are together, so one's upside down and the other one's right side up. Yeah, but they're proportional, right? So, so it's it's a stack of like just mugs, basically. So they're they're it's, they're all the same size. Looks yeah. so good. Oh, oh, I'm so I'm so happy. I'm but glad you like them. To have like that in my home is like yes, things mm-hmm. are in order. Yeah, based on how I like them in my house, mm-hmm. and that makes my brain feel less cluttered, which makes me feel more at ease emotionally and physically. Yeah, I definitely notice a correlation between my stress levels and. How clean the uh, how clean the apartment is. Yeah, and it's definitely one of those things where these last few weeks since I've been staying in the studio much later at night, like the swings of how messy the house gets have gotten much bigger. Yeah, because normally I can I can you know it's it's like it'll get a bit messy sometimes, but then you know within a couple of days you know I'll, I'll clean it up or I'll do the normal you know normal cleaning thing. But this is since I've been coming home so late in the studio mm-hmm. from the studio. It's like, all right, I get home, take off my shoes, all the layers of clothing come off because I'm, you know, wearing all these layers to stay warm in the studio and I'm just putting them on the chair that's next to the door and I'm kicking off my shoes and I'm just, and, I, and everything's chaos and it's just, yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, you know, yeah. you got to put your spoon somewhere. Got to put, yeah. 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 Oh, Jeffrey's here. Hi, Jeffrey. Jeffrey's, Jeffrey's the, the, my neighbor's cat who sometimes comes to the studio because he knows that we give him treats. He's skulking around like where the f are my treats. Yeah. Honestly, if uh if he just transformed into a displacer beast one day, I would not be surprised. I don't know what that is, but that sounds bad. You don't know what a displacer beast is? It's like D and D classic. That, is it a beast that di- displaces items? It displaces itself. It's it just look at it. You mean he just runs away? No, no, no. You'll see. I'll show you. Let's turn off the recorder and I'll show you. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. We're probably gonna take probably gonna take a break a week off. So I hope y'all enjoy your uh your new year, your holidays, uh, your existence within a corporeal form. Yep, and remember, everything you buy supports the company that destroys the planet. But no, I'm just kidding. Oh my god! Except oh god. for if you buy from like an individual artist like us, I guess. Yeah, buy local. Buy yeah, honestly, buy. Or just like make stuff. Yeah.
Make stuff for your people. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of The Mud Peddlers. We would love to hear from you. So if you want to share your thoughts about the episodes or just see what Dante and I are working on in our studios, come say hi. You can find links to my social media at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y, M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And you can visit my pottery shop or see what I'm working on at earthnationceramics.com. And you can find me all over social media at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. And if you want to support the show, hear some bonus episodes, and see some behind the scenes of my work, you can support me and the show at patreon.com slash lindsaymdillon. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you.